Drag myself out of bed and make my way uh, to the cafeteria. My hair's like super messy and I've got like bags under my eyes and now I'm really pissed there's no cheese puffs. I like <laughs> open the snack closet and slam it. <laughs> Swear. There's just fig Newtons. That's all that's left in the snack closet. Ferris. <sighs> Goody, rich and chewy. <laughs> <laughs> I I oddly like fig newtons. <laughs> oh, well, then it's set. <laughs> See, I, I, I just made really good friends with the, the one who eats snacks, and he he just leaves my fig newtons alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just no one's ever actually talked to him about it. Everyone just complains passive aggressively behind his back, and he's like, "Oh, I just really enjoy these snacks." <laughs> no one ever else. Uh, no one ever eats any, so I just eat them all. <laughs> oh, these office politics. Yeah, classic. You go into the break room where all the food is and stuff, and you see Stevie's there. He's just brushing his super long hair. Uh, he's like, "Oh, good morning." Oh man, I had a crazy dream last night. I wrote it in my dream journal. How about you? Yeah, I had a shitty dream. I don't want to talk about it. Did you write it in your dream journal? I don't have a dream journal. Maybe I should get a dream journal. Yeah, I got a pretty good one. He, like, sets down the scholastic dream journal. Scholastic? <laughs> <laughs> it's got definitions in it and everything of, like, what everything means. Oh, like scholastic. Old school. Yeah, I found it. It's a nice relic. Wow. Not enough people appreciate the old stuff, you know? I agree. And then he just does this, like, um, Herbal Essence commercial, like, shake of his hair, and it all just shines and glimmers, and then settles back down over his shoulders. Uh, what conditioner do you use again? Uh, rock soap. (laughs) (laughs) It's got uh, all the hardest minerals. It's honestly terrible for anyone's hair who isn't a dwarf or a gnome. It's uh, it's really bad for a lot of people. Oh. A lot it's a lot of it is just gravel. Well, it looks great. Oh, Hair. thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. And uh Captain and Mars, you guys stumble into this break room. Uh, I, I I stumbled in. I see Steven and I go just like, "Oh, looking rock and roll as ever, my friend." Oh, thanks, man. Looking all smiles. Yeah, you know it. Menora, you you look fantastic too. New new <laughs> eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie, but thanks for the thought. I do snap thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> she like does some finger guns back. <laughs> oh yeah, my fig Newtons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a whole box of them. Nobody's touched them for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> and I just grab one. A single fig Newton. <laughs> There's another four boxes that, like, they just keep piling up because you only have a couple at a time, and they are meant for the whole station to be eating them. What the hell? How come he leaves the fig Newtons? What? And eats all the cheese puffs. Have you talked to him? I just ask him to not eat mine. You know, at least not all of them. Let's save me at least one. Oh. I think he took it as a whole box, though. I should let him know he can have some more now. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should talk to him. Mars, while you're going through the cupboards and grabbing something to eat, roll me a perception. All right. We are rolling dice this one shot, I assure you. <laughs> you mean it's not 100% improv? That's right. Although, I'd say like 50% of our episodes end up that way. Yeah. Uh, perception was a 11. You're looking through the food in the cupboard. You're going through things. You're like, no, no, no. Ooh. You grab this, uh, like, super healthy granola cereal, and you pull it out. As you start pouring it out into your bowl, you notice that some of the chunks are crystallized. Much like the crystal in Billy Crystal's room. Well, how am I supposed to chew through this? What's going on? 
There's some crystals in my granola cereal. Uh, I'm gonna go over and take a look. Yeah, those are definitely exactly like the crystals in Billy Crystal's room. Well, at least we know they're not some other kind of crystals getting in here. Well, how did they get here? Well, that's a good question. Yeah, Billy's not allowed out. Well, I'll have to go check on him. I'll probably like get up and walk over. Yeah, to Cap his follows you cell. behind. As as he as soon as you are like, oh wait, something with Billy and Crystals. He's like, perks up. He's like, oh, job time, go. <laughs> and he, he follows right behind you. Stevie's behind you with a bowl of oatmeal, just watching. I'm gonna run back to my room and <laughs> change out of my pajamas. <laughs> just super fast change and like grab a notepad. Yeah, pretty much. So you rush out of there and uh, you three um, come up to Billy Crystal's room and you're looking in there and Billy is just sitting on his bed, just looking down at his feet. Uh, You can all make a perception check. 15. That's a natural one for a... (laughs) Nat 20. 24 total. Wow, we got some very different roles. <laughs> uh, it looks fine. Yeah, you don't see anything, Minora. You're looking around this room. You're like, you know, it's just Billy sitting on his bed, looking a little bummed out. Seems all right. Maybe someone was, like, trying to clean his room and accidentally got some in the cereal? Yeah, and you look over, Captain, and you see Billy's got two books in there, and they're not fully done crystallizing. And that shouldn't be the case at all. So those books must have gotten there very recently. Yeah, I, I elbow Morrison, kind of gesture to the books. Go, hey, Billy, buddy, uh, where, where'd you get those books? Billy looks over at the books and looks back at you and just shrugs like, I don't know. I'm not even sure that he reads. He looks affronted. Hey, Clearly he is reading. Yeah, don't be like that. (laughs) He's trying, if not doing. Ain't that right, buddy? Yeah, he does like uh, finger guns. These little flecks of crystals fly off when he does it. (laughs) He picks up his books and comes over to the window. And he just holds them up. And you see that there are two manuals for the comms units. It looks like the repair manuals. And he's just looking at them. And he's trying to page through them, but already... Most of the pages are getting stuck together. Seems weird that they happen to be both repair manuals for the same thing. He definitely shouldn't have those. Well, those were mine. Where did he got them? And Steve, Stevie's just eating oatmeal looking at it. Steve? Steve, did you give him your repair manuals? I don't have my repair manuals. You followed us? Yeah. <laughs> It was just in the break room. Nothing ever happens here. Uh, Steve, um, aren't these the comms that, uh, Zoltair was intending to use to talk to Matthews today? Um, one of them is. One of them's for, like, the main unit that I use. I'm sure it'll be fine, though. I don't think it'll be fine. Do you have copies of these? Oh. I did. (laughs) I did. I did have copies. But... Now hear me out. All those PDFs were taking up a lot of room. Steve! I I needed more room. Steve! The PDFs are gone. I am very disappointed in you. Look, uh, Steve needed some room for other things. It's fine. Uh, Steve, can you bring us to uh, where you had those books, please, buddy? Oh, for sure. Thank you. Also... Can you put down the oatmeal? You know, buddy. And, and uh, you can see on Captain's face, he is smiling, but his brow is like, uh, looks really angry. He gets a little intimidated. He just puts the oatmeal down on the ground. <laughs> He's like, all right. Steve, take it back to the kitchen. Okay, okay. Oh, my goodness. And he picks up the oatmeal and <laughs> quickly hurries it back. You see, while he's running, he's eating it. <laughs> Steve, he comes back Steve and he's wiping off his face. He's like, okay, so let's go to the comms room. 
and <laughs> sorry, I just realized this guy's name is Steve again. Oh yeah, well it's Stevie. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Damn it! <laughs> I was like, what's a name I haven't used? And I yeah. I watched a thing where someone's dog was named Stevie, so I was like, I'll use Stevie. <laughs> So he opens up. I, I thought it was a play on Stevie Wonder because of the music aspect. Oh, that see, that's a lot smarter, and I'll take that. Yeah. That's why I called him Wonderful. I, I thought that was the oh. joke. Yeah. Oh, man. I got that one earlier. <laughs> so I totally missed it. Stevie goes to open up the door to the comms unit, and it's not opening. Uh, It's not locked. There, I mean, there isn't a lock on it, so I can't get it open. Can you guys open this up? I gesture to the muscly dudes. How do you usually open it? I just turn the doorknob and pop it open. Alright, I'll, I'll get to it. I just try to open the door with the knob. It's, it's jam stuck. Okay, and I... What? Just won't open. Uh, you think it's okay if I, like, force it open, you know, break the door or whatever? S- stay safe. Alright. I mean, yeah, what if someone's fallen in there and they can't get up? It's <laughs> a good point. Yeah. It's not just me and you that use this room. Uh, as soon as you say, like, someone could be hurt, Captain just elbows into the door. And would I roll athletics or just pure strength? Uh, I'll let you do athletics. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, sure. Okay. It's plus eight. Hell yeah. Nineteen. So you go and you just smash this door open and it falls inward and you are able to look in there. You can't get in. It looks like something is really blocking where it's supposed to open. So you just kind of ripped it off its hinges and it fell in. And all inside this comms room, it's completely crystallized. Well, that doesn't look good. Can't believe Billy lied to us. Yeah. I thought he was always such a chill dude. You think Billy really did it? I couldn't have gotten past me. Someone... I don't think Billy did it alone. Well, Exium and uh, Elveris were supposed to be the nighttime guard. Has anyone seen them this morning? No. Uh, let's go check the guard barracks. That's where they should be sleeping. They sleep downstairs. Yeah, we'll have to ask them some questions. Uh, you know, instead of doing that first, let's just make sure nothing else is wrong. Oh, yeah. What if any of the creatures got out? Any of the other ones? Oh, man. Oh, I'll, I'll do my round at least. I'll go march out and walk around. Let's... Well, wait, Mars. Let's maybe stick together. You know, we're, work as a team. Remember, buddy system. Are we going to two-by-twos it? Let's just... Uh, let's just check the rounds together. All of us. I can go with Captain, and, and uh, you can go with Mars. I still think we should all go together. <laughs> I've read horror novels like this. I don't trust it. I think Minori's right. We all should stick together, friends. And, and you know, he's giving a nice warm smile. Try to make sure everyone stays a little calm. Well, all right, but don't expect me to do any heavy thinking things here. That's all right, I got us covered. Yeah, it should be good. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Oh, no, dang it, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. And uh, Billy tries to, like, pull the door back up. Probably don't want any of that crystal stuff getting... I really don't know how it works, but, like, probably don't want it out. Yeah, I'll, I'll help him with the door. You guys kind of just, like, fit it back up. And because there's so much stuff in there that's, like, trying to seal it, it just kind of fits back in. And you guys start marching, doing your rounds. I imagine Captain and Mars, you guys grab your gear. Yes, I, I would have had my gear uh, before I left my room. Okay. And Mars? Yeah, I'll head back to the, my room, grab it, and come back. Okay. Uh, so you start walking around. And uh, Stevie also went and changed out of his jammies, and uh, it's back into regular clothes. <laughs> uh, what kind of jammies was Steve wearing? He had a onesie. And he had two, like, his slippers were little rhinos. Oh. Yeah. Sweet. What was the pattern on the onesie? Uh, it was blue, light blue, like a baby blue with clouds on it. Oh my god, that's adorable. Yeah. 
That's how Stevie rolls. Yeah, he rolls rock and roll, man. <laughs> yeah, heavy and hard in the music and real soft with the clothes. Yeah, you gotta be comfortable when when rocking out. Yeah. Just a multifaceted guy. Oh, yeah. So the four of you start walking, and where do you want to go first? You have the sponge is on one side of the research station, uh, the seer and Billy are in the middle, and the sandman and the ghoulish one are on the other side. Well, I think we should go talk to the seer first. She'll at least say something to us. Yeah, sure. So you walk on over to the seer's room. And she's once more in there. She's reading a different book, another Braille book that's in front of her. Ah, Mars and everyone else. Hi. Is she wearing her blindfold? Yes. Okay. Hey, Seer. How are you this wonderful day? I'm doing pretty good. I have a nice mystery novel. It's been really fun. Oh, we have our own mystery. In fact, not much of a book. Oh, that's exciting. What does it look like? What happened? I, I gesture to one of the other two to explain. Hi, Seer. Um, hey. Well, somehow Billy got into the computer room and happened to take all of the manuals we needed for uh, repairing the comms and turn them into crystal. And there's no crystals in the hallway, just in Billy's room and in the comms room and in the cereal for some reason. That's strange. I didn't hear Billy get out. I mean, he was kind of quiet last night, but I didn't really hear anything that sounded like he got out. Uh, just to interrupt the, the scene, uh, what are the names of the guards that were there last night that were doing the rounds? Alvarez and Aferim. Aferim and Alvarez? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Seer, have you seen um, Aferim and Alvarez last night? I heard them come by. They never talked, though. They just walked by my room. Yeah, and eat everyone's snacks. Yeah, I get that. Um, okay, well, thank you. Yeah, I heard crunching. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you did. I'm sure it was cheese puffs. Anyway, moving on. I'm sorry I couldn't be of more help. I'll let you know if I hear anything. Thank you, sir. Uh, where do you guys go next? There's the Sandman and the Ghoulish one and the Sponge. I don't know if I trust any of those others to tell us anything useful. Let's just at least check to make sure they're all in their cells. Rooms, not cells. We don't imprison people here. <laughs> yeah, let, uh, let's, let's go check the Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was a prison. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> For science. For science. <laughs> Um, so I, I say we check the the Sandman and the Ghoulish one, like make sure they're not, especially the Sandman if they like super multiply. We definitely don't want them out. Yeah. So you walk by and the red glowing windows into the different Sandman's chambers are all showing all of them there. They seem agitated. They're hissing and kind of like slapping at the walls and the windows. And they just look over at you when you come by and they hiss. Oh, seems like our little buddies are upset about something. And I'm like, you know, crouching at the window trying to like, pat, like, you know, patting the glass to try to calm one of them down. It puts its hand on the glass and it, it looks like it's trying to press its hand forward. And it's just getting frustrated. Wonder who agitated our little buddies. I don't know. These ones always creep me out. Because, like, you can't see them without goggles, right? Aside from these screens here. Yeah. Um, like, that's just set up for a bad news bears day. Well, like, they can't get out if nothing's broken, though. That's true. But Billy got out. As I say that, I'm going to look around and inspect to see if there's, like, anything broken around. <laughs> Roll me an investigation check. Uh, that will be... Oh. Critical miss. Uh, you're looking around and you're trying to see like, oh, maybe something's broken over here. Maybe something's broken over there. And you just stumble and you actually knock over a box of tools that were by one of the vehicles. Mars. You okay, buddy? Take this seriously. I can't help it. I just do these things sometimes. 
It's okay, man. You got big feet. I get it. Ah, uh, small space for me. You hear coming from the ghoulish one cell. He's standing right at the the window wall, looking towards you, Mars. Hello, Mars. Rough morning. Well, it's most mornings, actually. Well, what's been going on? Well, maybe you can tell me. Have you noticed anything weird? You mean aside from the fact that I'm locked in a small room and a lithid want to get into my head? No. Seems pretty casual. Just the use. Well, when you put it like that. Yeah, I, I, I guess. Any chance they're gonna let me out soon? I have places to be. Well, I can't see them doing that anytime soon. Well. It's above our pay grade. Might help if you talk to them a little bit more, you know? Maybe. He, he eats a cheese puff while he's standing there. <gasps> Even he gets cheese puffs? There's just no justice in this world. Hey, friend, I I thought you didn't eat, buddy. Last time I offered you a meal, you... Well, you didn't say anything though that time. The second time you said no. Sometimes I like to eat just for fun. What? What? Wait a second. Mm. If you guys, if, if he has cheese puffs, that means he got past me somehow. Wait. Doesn't Varez love snacks? <laughs> he sure does. And he just keeps eating his, uh, his bag of cheese puffs. Uh, guys, why don't we look for Zoltaire? That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally down. This dude is creeping me out. I've never actually been in this room before. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. Uh, do you want me to stay here and watch him? No, no, let's go. <laughs> All right, let's go. Bye, friend. Enjoy your cheese puffs. Will do. Don't leave your cell. Thank you. You <laughs> betcha. So you rush off to Zeltair's observatory, I imagine? Yeah. I'm, like, power walking at this point. <laughs> I'm a little scared. Yeah, I guess, are we assuming he's in there? Yeah. Okay. So you open it up, and you see Zeltair is going over the, the fine mechanics of these two helmets. That should be good. Oh, what do you four want? It's rare to see you traveling all together. Trust me, I know. I think the ghoulish one got out of his cell, sir. What? I start to explain what happened in, in the morning. Well, it all started this morning when Mars went to eat his super healthy cereal, and we found diamonds in it. Specifically, Billy's diamonds. So we walk over to Billy's cell, and he's in there, but there's also additional books in there. Specifically, books about the repair comp- or the manuals to- for our comm units. The repair ones specifically, and Steve, I shoot him a glare. What? Didn't have copies of them. I thought we weren't gonna get rid of the book. I didn't know that the crystal skeleton was gonna take it. Steve! So we go to the computer room, and well, first of all, Captain has to break in there, and it's covered in diamonds. Well, there goes our security footage. Yeah, so after that, we decide to go with Mars and make the rounds to check if everybody else is in their cells. And as far as we can see, everyone else is there, um, but we've not seen Alfair and Varas the entire day. And you know how Varas is always eating all the snacks? Yes. Well, the ghoulish one had some snacks. At this, he straightens up and looks very serious. Come with me. We're going to the guard barracks. Yes, sir. And he marches out and takes you guys past the sponge that is just looking at you through its window. 
and you walk outside. The cold doesn't seem to bother Zeltair in the least. And you guys walk into the barracks where normally one of the Illithid is usually uh, chilling upstairs. There doesn't seem to be any. And then you walk downstairs. And down here, you never really come down here because it's where the Illithid stay. And the walls and floor, ceiling, everything is coated in this strange black carapace. And it doesn't seem to bother Zeltair. Like, he's expecting it as he's coming in there. It almost seems to kind of, like, soften your feet and almost, like, lift your feet up a little bit while you're walking. It feels really weird. Like, it's reactive to you. And uh, going down the stairs, though, there's just this black carapace wall, and it just opens up as though it were alive. And he walks through it, and the rest of you follow and there's this large crystal humming in the center of this room. And you see, sitting there, is a crystallized Elvaris and Aphirium. And they're just reaching out towards the this floating, glowing orb. And they're completely crystallized, the exact same crystal as you've been seeing elsewhere. Wait, I was calling a Malfair. <laughs> that's fine. That's like his name for short, so you could totally do that. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> that's like half his name, so that works. This. This is a problem. We need to dispose of Billy Crystal at once. Well, how are we going to do that? Well, Billy doesn't know how he got the books. I, I do want to point that out. I don't think Billy left. We shouldn't jump to that conclusion. I mean, Billy's a really nice uh, skeleton. Skeleton. We'll go with Skeleton. Two of my brothers are dead, and their afflictions look to be that of the crystal. Sir, I don't want to discount the ghoulish one's possible involvement in this. What are you saying? He was eating the cheese puffs. Where would he get them unless, while he was in the cell, if he never left it? Hmm. We need to go ahead with today's plans. We need to look into that one's mind. Sir, we don't have the manuals for the commsets. It's extremely dangerous. Right now, we're locked in this station. We can't get any help for the next few days. It still takes people a number of days to get here. If we are going to expect any help, We need to figure out what's going on to protect ourselves. What do you propose we do? Well, don't we have some kind of advanced lockdown or something? Yes, we can put that in place. I think we should do that because they got past me. Well, they can get past a lot. And if they got into this sanctuary, it means they're able to manipulate our tech somehow. They know the Illithid technologies. But how? And you just see Zeltair seems to be lost in thought. Cap is just scratching his head, just trying to put everything together. He's not a very smart person. He's not dumb. He's like... And and so, uh, just so I'm clear, uh, we're in, like, this area, right? Like, in, like, this... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're, like, underground in, like, this... It, the whole area is covered in, like, this black carapace with this orb softly humming in the center of the room. And you just know this is where the Illithid always go for their their rest. Okay, so... Things we know. We have Crystal Flakes now. Billy has our books. I, d- I don't know what that means for y'all. They are able to leave... Or something's able to leave the facility because we're in a look around different building. Yes. And the ghoulish one has snacks. And the Sandmen are very upset. The Sandmen are upset. I see. This is a problem. And the seer saw nothing. The seer said that she hadn't heard anything. And the comm rooms are covered in crystal. So we have no way of getting word out to the outside. Can we break the crystal? Try to dig out our comm systems? From our research with Billy, we've found that the items become completely crystallized. 
their material themselves is transformed into the crystal. Great. Mm. But there is also the case with the particular books we saw, which were about the comm systems, so I don't agree that we should start snooping into the mind of the ghoulish one until at least we have some backup. We could use it on Billy, perhaps. See if we can figure out what he knows. What do you think, Steve? E? Stevie? Uh... All this is not rad, I'll tell you that much. Super creeped out that Ovaris and Afer are just... Crystal dudes stand in front of me. Um... I really don't want Billy to come at me because he wrecked my workstation, I got no tunes, and he's got my book that I didn't really care about, but I do now. And yeah, I'm, I'm spooked. So let's uh, let's get some weapons. For some reason, I, I thought you were a little more techie than this. So, um... I can't, I can't fix Crystal. I mean, I could run the... I could run those helmets if you want. I mean, they're not. It can't be that hard. Yeah, that's that's what I was getting at. Thank you, Stevie. Oh, yeah. No, totally. I could run the helmets. Uh, it needs two people. Just hop in there and then um, and get this done. I mean, there's still two more Lithid, right? So. And Zalatera kind of shoots him a little bit of a glare. It's like, I, I, you know, I'm just saying there's, there's two other Lithids. That's all I'm well, we don't know that. I do hope they're also okay. And he looks at the crystals, also like us, not like, oh, I feel bad, I'm sorry. <laughs> and he, he just kind of shrinks. <laughs> Zeltair is obviously angry, um, but it, he takes a, a deep breath. Zion should still be in the greenhouse. He slept two nights ago, so he doesn't need to sleep again for a bit. And Exium was researching something over in the vehicle bay. They should still be in there. Well, we need a vehicle to get to the greenhouse, right? Maybe we check the vehicle bay and then head to the greenhouse? Just make sure everyone's alright? Well, you don't need a vehicle to get to the greenhouse. It's like four or five minutes away. Oh. But if you leave near the vehicle bay, it's even closer, so. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go there on the way. Alright, let us go. Yes, sir. I'll give everything another check over, too. So you guys walk past the area, you go back outside, you go into the area where the sponge is, and it's... Now it's just sitting in the center of its room watching you. It's not pressed up to the glass like it usually is. And you walk past two of the Sandmen, and they're still agitated, slapping at the glass. You look into the Ghoulish One's containment unit, and it's just smiling staring at you all and there's bits of cheese puff that's on its face and its beard just twisting the knife yeah <laughs> and it, it waves at you with these orange fingers I wave back <laughs> I wave back too I see you're going to go check on the other one I didn't see him leave last night should still be in there and he points at the far end of the room where Axiom should be wait who's Axiom uh, one of the illithid. Oh, okay. Just the one that's in the greenhouse. Yeah, the two illithid guards are dead, but the other two illithid researchers, Zion is in the greenhouse and Exium is in this vehicle bay. Right. So you walk on over to the the area where where Exium should be, and he's just in there and he's tinkering away. Looks up. There's these goggles that are magnifying down on this tiny little robot he's working on. Exium, it seems you still live. Of course, brother. What do you mean? Two have fallen. The guard are gone. Turned to crystal. As well as the comms unit and some of the food. This is concerning. And he looks over at the three of you, or the four of you. Are any of you beginning to crystallize? I immediately look at, like, my body and my hands and feet, and I don't see anything. Yeah, seems to be okay. Yeah, I'll take a look at you and be like, oh, I don't think so. Everything seems okay. Yeah, I just got changed. Nothing was weird on my bod. 
I, you know, I'm feeling pretty all smiles right now. Well, it looks like we're all good. Let's go check on Zion. So now, uh, I guess it would be the six of you all march out to the greenhouse. And you open up this door and the heat hits you. There's, it's so hot in here. Not like a fire or anything. It's just stupid humid. And you open up the area after you get decontaminated into where all the plants are, and the plants are completely overgrown. Where the treant once stood that would always greet you as you walked in, it is completely covered in these different multicolored plants and still and unmoving. Where Zion once stood at his desk, looking over everything, there is this plant that is in the shape of Zion, reaching towards the door, but no sign of him himself. Oh, I'd say we did a really good job tending to the plants yesterday. Mars. Look how much they've grown. Mars. There's a time and a place. They do look very beautiful. I mean, uh, they those plants did a really good job growing, but just a little. But they kind of made Trent more planty, though. Trent, you okay, buddy? Looking at the treant. Does not respond. Oh no. Maybe we can cut them out. You guys have swords, right? Remember the last time we touched those plants? I, I'm. As much as I was really all smiles that day, I don't want to be th- that much <laughs> of a grinning person. This is a problem. They're probably already gone. Whatever mulch Zion was looking into, it seems to have supercharged these plants, turned them almost predatory. Damn it. The greenhouse is gone. We must leave. You see the plants are starting to reach towards all of you while you're in here. Good idea. Let's go. I'll just kind of hack at them with my great axe as we're leaving. The plants, I mean. So your axe... Yeah, it has this, like, energy blade on the side of it, and you just slash right through it. And the plant, like, howls and retreats, and a lot of the other plants start howling in the room as you all quickly exit there. Oh god, I didn't expect that kind of reaction. Cap looks really sorry and is, like, you know, waving by to the plants in, like, a gesture of, like, Sorry. You all quickly rush outside and rush back in. You go through this decontamination process and walk into the area. The sandmen are banging against the glass, hissing at you. You're back in the vehicle bay. Exium looks over at all of you. What do we do? There's now only a few of us left. If these creatures get out, I don't know. We should have to manually override the protocols to close each of the cells because the comm units are down. Well, I think our job has become containing them now, so we have to do what we can to lock them away. So you all know there's been... You had training when you first came here. There's little keypads that are beside everything that you enter, and it'll lock down these rooms with reinforced security, just in case anything ever happened. There's also a code to put in to destroy anything in that room. So, basically right now, what Zaltair is saying is enter the code to just lock all them in. I'll go around and enter the lock code on all of them, just to be extra safe. Yeah. As you are closing them on the Sandman, they're banging on the glass, and it slowly goes down, and once it goes down and clicks, they go quiet. And you do this to the ghoulish one the whole time he's making eye contact until this metal panel comes down slowly over the glass and just clicks in place. You know this is incredibly strong adamantum that isn't going to be pushed around anytime soon. You go through to where the seer is and she looks a little confused. She's standing now. What's going on? Why are the rooms locking down? Well, we've had some unruly subjects in here. You're going to be locked away for a while. Maybe a long time. 
Oh no, please, please don't. Please, I can't go back to doing that again. I need contact, please. You're going to like start typing. Cap will, will stop you. He'll just grab your arm. I don't know what you're going to do, though. I'm not going to do anything. Please. Well, I would let you guys make the judgment call on this one, but I don't like it because I'm supposed to be guarding and making sure no one gets out. Seer, I... I don't think this is to cut you off from everybody else. I think this is to protect you from the ghoulish one. Why? What is he doing? Bad things. I think he's more powerful than we could have ever imagined. Just tell me that you'll come. Come and check on me every day. I can't be left alone like that again. It gets too loud. Look, I I think we can leave her, you know, you know, she's not going to get out. And if she does, you're not going to take off the blindfold and look at us, right? No, it's horrifying. I never like doing See, that. See, she, she's being a friend. We should be a friend back. Maybe we could relocate her somewhere else, like another cell further away. Uh, all the cells are currently taken up. She's fine. Look, Seer, stay there. If you sense anything, scream. If, if it's bad. If it's us, don't scream. Okay, I will. I'll do that right away. If anything happens, of course. I give a I give a thumbs up, a big smile. She gives a shaky smile, and uh, she sits back down in her bed. You see, Billy is just uh, standing in the middle of his room, and just like looking at you guys and shrugs, and then just waves by. I, I wave back. Well, I hope you enjoy those books, Billy. He thumbs up, finger guns, <laughs> and you see the books are open, but they're stuck <laughs> on one page each, so. That's the only thing he's ever going to read from it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's something, right? Yeah. And the the metal th- slide comes down, clicks in place, and you go over to the sponge's room, and the sponge is just sitting there, not going up to the window, and it just watches towards you as the metal slide goes down and clicks in place. Well, that's all of them. Didn't we get the ghoulish one? Yep. So everyone except for this year. Yeah, we'll let her have a little more freedom. She's been a good good actor in our system. You get a... I imagine you guys would have, like, walkie-talkies or something to communicate. I mean, this is the future. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, your comm unit clicks, and you hear Zeltair. Come to the observatory. We need to plan our next move. Right away, sir. Start power-walking off. I'll be right there. I also walk towards the observatory. And I follow. The three of you get there, and uh, Zeltair is standing there with uh, Exium, and they're looking at these two helmets, and they seem to be discussing something, and they look at the three of you. Where's Stevie? Turn around. Look around. He's not there. I guess we lost track of him. thought he was following Cap immediately runs out in search for Stevie. Uh, roll me an investigation. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Um, let's see. Don't trip over stuff like me. It's just it's not a... It's at nine. Oh, God. So you're running through these halls. You're a little panicked. And you step on a communication device. And it kind of crunches under your boot. And you look down at it. And on the back of it, it has a sticker for Beard Forge. I, I pick it up. Yeah, this is it's clearly Stevie's. You're not too far from the sponge's room. I go to the, the sponge's door. Uh there there's the code to like lift it back up, right? Yeah. I put in that code. Are you two with Captain? Did you chase after him when he ran out, or did you stay with Zeltair? Uh, I'm gonna say that I did. Okay. And Mars is gonna give him the flash drive he gave me of the album to cheer him up. Yeah, I would have followed him out. We followed. We're like a team now. So you three are standing there. You hit the code, and slowly this thing, this uh, metal slide, is coming up, and 
It goes up. You see these shaky legs are at the glass. You can now hear the pounding. It's quite weak. There's a very old dwarf that is slowly hitting on the glass, and you watch as the last of his time is removed from him while the sponge has a three-fingered hand on his head, and he just crumbles to dust. I immediately type in the code that destroys whatever's in there. And then you quickly type in this code. This fire just shoots out. You see that there is a number of different elements that are being shot in there. First it's fire, then it's cold, then there's lightning, there's radiant. Necrotic energies are spiking through there. And this creature howls in pain and eventually is just this pile of ash that is still getting struck again and again. How did he end up getting in there? Just very strange. I've had enough of this, so uh, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna power walk over to where uh, the ghoulish one is. Yeah, you strut over there. What about you two? Um, Cap is tr- calming himself down. He's he's seething. Still a smile on his face, but he is seething mad and he's calming himself down. Uh, he takes the sticker of Beard Forge and puts it on his uh, really long stick that, you know, when powered up becomes his war hammer. So the hammer parts the is the energy piece. Nice. And he, he follows suit, but not as not a, in a power walk, but he'll follow shortly after. Yeah, I'm going to follow right behind Minori and he'll be like, what are you planning to do to him right now? I'm going to kill him. Are you going to use the code? Yes. Alright. Well, we should ask him first. Make sure he did it. He's not gonna answer us. Well, nothing's been the same since he got here. Then we can at least, uh, try. Let's try. Well, I hope we don't get killed for it. Too. But I agree, I should be rational about this. So you walk into there. And you see the metal plate is still down above the ghoulish one's uh, wall. Do you enter the code to lift it? Yeah. So you type this code in, and it lifts up, and the ghoulish one's standing there, still smiling the exact same spot. Where's the dwarf? Funny you should ask that question. Hmm. Like, look pointedly at Captain. (laughs) I'm going to roll intimidation, just as, like, I'm still having a smile, but clearly my eyes are just holding in burning rage. <laughs> yep. What is, what is my intimidation? Three, four, ah. Five. <laughs> the smile doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you look almost like uh, like you're just going a little mad. Like you're, you're just smiling and looking at him. And What is it you say exactly? Oh, I, it was just for the look. I was going for the look. Okay, you're just, like, kind of mad-dogging him. Yeah. He just smiles back. It seems something happened then. I told you. I have places to be. You've got two options now. You're going to tell us everything you've been doing, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, or we enter this code here, and you're dead. All right, then. I was captured, brought here, experimented on. I waited some time. Then yesterday, they tried for the first time talking to me civilly. Didn't go well for them because I was a little mad. Then, at night, one of the guards came by eating cheese puffs. I wanted them. And then suddenly the cheese puffs were in my room, and I ate them. What do you mean suddenly cheese puffs don't just teleport? I don't know. They were just there, so I ate them. You're gonna have to come up with a better story. 
Where do you have to be? I'm gonna insight. Oh, that's a dirty 20. Yeah, he seems like he's telling the truth. I have to be in Faerun on Abiarch Horal. There's a war that's happening soon, and I'm expected to attend. Uh, war? <laughs> What's your name? My name. You can just call me the ghoulish one. My name is too painful to remember. Just seems... Can we even call you G for short or something? You can call me whatever would make you feel comfortable. I don't know if calling you anything makes me comfortable. I haven't harmed any of your friends, if that's what you're wondering. What else did you think we were asking for? Hmm... A way out? You ever wonder if you three are also a part of the experiment? Why would a lithid need you? Well, there's a lot of work to do around here. They're not exactly the... Well, I don't think they could handle it all on their own. I'm sure. Do you want to let me out? What would we stand to gain by letting you out right now? Seems like a really bad idea to me. Well, I wouldn't be here anymore. I would leave. Would you let us live? I have no reason to kill you. I do not kill for fun. I only kill when it's necessary. Cap uh, goes to the door, opens it, and walks inside. And he just faces towards you. I I reach out my hand, shake on it. Agreed. And he shakes your hand. Cap puts on his normal smile. Let's take me. All right then, friend. You can leave. Thank you. Go out the that door, and I gesture to the one that's closest, so that way he doesn't have a chance of passing by one of the uh, two remaining uh, other friends, the lithids. Wait, wait. Could you take me with you? You wish to go to a Beertoral? It sounds like whatever's happening here is something big. And maybe you need someone to write everything down. He smiles, and he starts laughing this choking laughter, like... Sure, you can come with me. That's not a problem at all. How about you two? Feel like a trip. Well, how are you even going to get out yourself? My ride should be here soon. You have a ride? Oh, yes. Hmm. No, it's my sworn duty to guard this place now, and I won't stop now, no matter what happens. I get that. Do as you will. And you, Captain... But if you've messed with my security, well, I'll find you. Hmm, that was not me. How about you, Captain? Are you going to come with us? Nah, I'm pretty good here. Though, if you could take the seer. Oh, no worries on that one. May I leave now? Absolutely, and I'll, you know, open the door. So you open the door... And you're all standing in this bay. You hear over your comm units. I'm in the room at the moment. <laughs> okay, so he he walks out into the, the bay. Uh, he's just standing there. You hear over your comm units. What's happening? Where are you? Where is Stevie? I take off the comm unit. And you just hear it's, it's speaking over it like, Where are you? Report. Uh, you see walking from the area where you all came from, like the main central part of the research station, out of the hallway is the seer. She takes off her blindfold, just sort of tosses it to the ground, brushes off her clothing. Her blonde hair is tied up. She dons these robes that look a little archaic and wizard-like. 
She holds on to this blackened staff that has these dark purple ruins glowing on it. All right, ghoulish one, are you ready? We have to go. Oh, you're all still alive? I said they could live. Ha, huh, good luck with the illithid. So shall we go? I'm ready when you are, Dorum. She flicks a hand, and you see the wall nearest to them turns into this swirling mass, and through it you can see this snowy planescape and a castle. And she just walks through the portal, the ghoulish one behind her. Uh, you know what? I think I'll stay here. Good luck. Wait. Yes? Benora, you'll probably be punished by the illicit, as will we. Are you sure you don't want to go? I'm a nice person, and I try to do right by those still alive. You staying? You have a high probability of death. If you come with me, and work for me, I can guarantee that you'll survive the war. Well, I personally have to stay around here, and that's that. Captain steps out of the room that I was in and looks straight at the, the seer. Is her eyes open or is she keeping them closed? Yeah, her eyes are open. Yellow Iris is staring back at you and she's smiling kindly. Don't worry. Those eyes, they were a bit of a tall tale. I had to spin it while I was waiting for him. Then I was having, well, complications, but things are fine now. I have one question. Ask away. This war, would me helping prevent something like what happened with Stevie? Yes. For too long, people have been in- I step through the portal before she even finishes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And she just, she stares shocked and she's like, well, that works for me. Um, I'm going to follow him. Okay. And Mars? Have a nice trip, everyone. I guess I'll get what's coming to me, right? Mars, are you sure? Uh, I said I'd guard this place. I don't know if there'll be anywhere else for me to guard. You could help guard this world and all the other worlds. That's what we're doing. Will there be trees? Many. Alright, just... I know these elected will probably just... I don't even want to know what they'll do. And I'll go with them. As you step through the portal, you see the Illithid uh, walk out the hallway, and they're watching you. And they look at one another. And then they just look back at you and they say, It seems the experiment failed. As the portal closes. We forgot Billy! (laughs) All of you are standing there, and you're on this snowy mountainscape. This castle is crashed into the side of it. It looks like it's just jutting out. Dorum starts walking towards there. The ghoulish one follows. Ghoulish one, did you get it? Because we're going to need it. Oh, I found him all right. It took a while, but... I located Billy Crystal. You see the snow shifts a bit and Billy stands up and starts walking along with the two of them. Oh, he got Billy out after all. Oh, we sure did. Wait, why aren't we going to turn into crystals now, too? No, I handled that. You see there's this bright medallion that's shining around his neck. Took a few tries, but, you know, uh, I only wrecked the comms room by accident. Well, I guess that's that. Guess it is. Come on, let's go get you all some snacks. (laughs) And you all walk towards this castle. And Cap's smile fades as he is surrounded by liars. (laughs) 